You know, let me just go back and share a couple of things. Last night, I started talking about hope, and I actually, I spent nearly all night just trying to establish that hope involves your imagination. And to me, this really helped me to get a handle on hope because now I've got a better picture of what hope is. It's taking the Word of God or what God is speaking to you and meditating on it until you have a vision. You can see something that God has for you. I could spend a lot of time trying to uh, you know, refine that and help you to understand what I'm talking about. But I think most of you as ministers in here, you, you've understood this and God has given you a goal You've seen something and you've been pursuing it. And so that really, really helped me. I just want to go back to one of the things that I was uh, sharing last night. I related that hope or a positive imagination is how you remember things. You can't remember without your imagination. And I also said that you can't meditate without your imagination. I showed in Psalms chapter 2, or excuse me, Psalms chapter 1, I believe verse 2 or 3, it says that you shall meditate in this word day and night. And then in Psalms chapter 2 verse 1, that same word was translated imagination. So I think it's talking about that you have to use your imagination to meditate. And I want to go back to uh, the scripture in Luke chapter, um, where is this? Luke chapter 1 verse 51. This is Mary speaking. And Mary, you know, said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. And then here is a portion of what she said in Luke 1 51. It says, He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. And so this word here is talking about how God destroyed the plans of the wicked through the imagination of their hearts. That Greek word that was used, again, I'm not very good on Greek and Hebrew. You've heard me say this. I know a little Greek and a little Hebrew. One owns a deli and the other one runs a laundromat. But that same word, I've got all of the times that this word dianoia or something like that was used in the New Testament. And I just want to read a few of these to you. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. This same word that was, that was translated imagination that Mary used uh, when she was saying that. It says in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. You know, I've often thought of this verse before. What does it mean to love the Lord with all of your mind? Well, this isn't a complete expose on it, but I believe that that same word was translated imagination. This is talking about that you have to get your imagination involved in loving God and in serving God. This is probably a thought that some of you haven't ever had before. But you know what? You need to sit down and with your imagination, you need to see yourself serving God. You need to see yourself succeeding. You need to see your church growing. You need to see people's lives being changed. You need to see people getting out of wheelchairs. You need to see these things. You know, the Lord spoke to me many, many years ago. I can't remember the exact time, but I just got to reading uh, John 14, 12, where it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto my Father. Now it's one thing to hear that. And to believe that you can do the greater works. But it's another thing to see it. I bet you there's a lot of people sitting right here that have 
heard that, you believe it, you support it. But have you ever seen yourself doing the greater works? And you know, the Lord spoke this to me. This is back probably in the uh, 80s. I'm not sure the exact time, but I just took that verse and I got to saying, Father, I've got to see. I didn't even understand the things we're talking about here, but I said, I need to meditate on this. And I started going through every example where Jesus ministered healing to people in the New Testament. And I would go through and instead of seeing Jesus healing them, I would see me healing them because he said I would do the works that he did. So whatever I saw Jesus do, I saw me do it. I took that and with my imagination, I started seeing me do it. I remember imagining what the tomb of Lazarus was like and Jesus yelling with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And I saw myself standing in front of this tomb and yelling, Lazarus, come forth, and started seeing people being raised from the dead. I figured if you could raise people from the dead, you could handle all of the other stuff in between. So I just focused primarily on raising people from the dead, and I bet you for six months or a year, I just took scriptures where people were raised from the dead, and I started meditating on it, and I didn't see them do it. Like when Elijah laid upon the boy until his flesh grew warm. I saw myself, I could see myself. I actually meditated on it until I could see me laying on top of somebody and praying over them until their body waxed warm. And I went through every instance in the Bible where somebody was raised from the dead and I started seeing me do it. And then, you know what happened? I started dreaming about it. I got to where I dreamed every night and I would raise a dozen people from the dead in my sleep every night. You know, Jamie's kind, she says she doesn't dream. She does, because I've heard her dream. She talks in her sleep, and she's dreaming and doing things, but she doesn't remember it. But I remember, matter of fact, it's hard for me to sleep because I'm so busy dreaming. That's absolutely true. There's times that I feel like I haven't slept all night long because I've been dreaming all night. I dream all of the time. I could lay down in five minutes, and I'll dream four or five times in five minutes. I just dream constantly. I'm, I'm awake when I'm asleep. But I dreamed and I would raise people from the dead every single night. It got to where it was just, I saw it. And then guess what? I saw it. I had a man raised from the dead. And I saw, I saw three people raised from the dead. And I don't believe that there's a coincidence. A lot of people don't connect these things. But you know what? It's one thing to read a scripture... And see Jesus do it and even hear somebody say that the works that Jesus did will you do. But have you ever seen yourself doing those works? That's your imagination. And this is how you conceive things. And then, you know, I went for, I don't know, 10 years or I don't know how long it was in between the last person I saw raised from the dead. And then I just started thinking about this. And I thought, you know what? I haven't done this in a long time. And I just started going back to Scripture Studying scripture, doing the exact same thing and seeing me raising people from the dead, not just Jesus raising people from the dead. And it wasn't just a few months until my own son died. And praise God, I was able to see him raised from the dead. And you know what? There is a connection there. I believe that God knew that I was coming into a crisis situation and I didn't even realize it. But God led me to just go back and take the word 
and start seeing these things. This is what it's saying when you have to love God with all of your mind. Your imagination is a part of your mind. And sad to say, most of us don't sit down and see us doing what God has called us to do. You will sit there and through television and through news and through different things, you will let negative things be painted in front of you all of the time. You'll listen to people criticize you and talk about you and you'll see yourself failing. You'll see the doors of the church closing. You'll see their curses coming against you. You'll see yourself failing. But most of the time people won't sit down and see themselves succeeding because they sit there and feel like that this is make-believe or something. I believe that this is what the Bible calls hope. And faith only works to produce what you've already hoped for. So this is part of loving God with all of your uh, heart and your soul and your mind. You need to sit down with your imagination. What has God called you to do? You know, if it's not a healing ministry, if you've got a financial crisis or something like this, instead of letting what the banker says or letting what the news says about the financial situation paint a picture and so you see yourself in a crisis pattern and you're holding and you're just treading water. If you see that on the inside, that's what you're going to see on the outside. But you need to sit down and take the Word of God. And what does the Word of God say? And I'm not going to teach on all of that this morning, but uh, you know, it says that God supplies our need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so you shouldn't be affected by the U.S. economy. What does that have to do with God meeting your needs? And if you listen to this world, it will paint a picture on the inside of you that, boy, now is not the time to be expanding. Now is not the time to be doing something. Man, we need to start planning on decrease. And I'm not asking you to raise your hand, but I can guarantee you there's a lot of pastors sitting right here that when the world started talking about collapse and they started talking about bailouts and, and tragedy, many of you planned on struggling. You expected it. And how's that working for you? It came to pass, exactly. But did you know since 2008, it was 2009 when the Lord spoke to me that, man, we just couldn't contain ourselves in this building anymore. And we started the process. We're now in the process of building a $47 million facility. And you know what? That's not going to be the end of it. That's just to get us going. And we've started this process. And during this time, we also expanded. We went on TBN, which by the time you include the number of people we added and the materials and the staff and all these kind of things, it added over 500, well, it was, man, it's more than that. It's over a million dollars probably it added to my expense per month to be able to go on TBN and accommodate it. It was the largest increase we ever had during the worst downturn supposedly that we've ever had. And during that time, it would have taken a miracle just to stay on TBN and do everything that we were doing. But on top of that, the Lord spoke to me about building these buildings and doing it debt-free. And so, you know, we've expanded and our income has more than doubled in the last three years. And we, uh, this first phase is $20 million and we are less than three to $4 million away from having it paid for cash debt-free. We're going to have it done. And people say, you can't do that. I just did it. You can't tell me I can't do it. 
And I can tell you one of the ways that I do that is by taking the Word and you use your imagination and you see yourself doing what God says instead of listening to the junk of this world and letting them paint a picture on the inside of you about all of the reasons that you can't do it. Pastor Bob just got up here and say, all things are possible, only believe. It's one thing to sing the song, but you've got to get your imagination involved and see yourself doing the impossible. Yes. And I don't know if you're getting this or not, but it's, there's people that can quote the scripture. You can preach it, but you've got to live it. You've got to let your imagination see yourself doing what God called you to do. And if you can conceive it in your heart, if you can see it on the inside, then you'll see it on the outside. But if you haven't seen it on the inside yet, you can't do it on the outside. Do you know when it came to doing this building, this is going back a few years, but when we did this building, it was a $3.2 million renovation. Did you know that percentage-wise to where our income was, that was a greater step, it was a bigger percentage increase than what I'm doing now? You know, if you stop and think about it, that's one of the reasons I have so much faith for where I am because I used to do math and I could go back and I do ratios and percentages. And the percentage of increase, what we're doing now compared to what I've already done is less. And so it's like I've already done this. It's, it's a piece of cake. But when we moved in here, this was a big deal and I committed to doing it. I told my... Uh, people on our mailing list that we were going to be moving from that other small facility into this new 110,000 square foot facility. I told people about it. I said we were going to do it debt free. I had told people, but I hadn't really pushed for it. I hadn't encouraged people to give, be a part of it or anything. And I had my staff come to me and they say, so when are we going to communicate? When are we going to put out a letter? And I said, I'm going to do it. I know eventually I hadn't got the money in my pocket. It was going to have to come through people. But I said, I just don't see it. I don't have the words to express this right, but I just, I can't do something until I see it in my heart. And I hadn't seen a way to communicate with people. And so I waited four months after we were already in this process. We already had some building going on and people were sitting there telling me, you got to do something. But I just didn't see what to do. And I just prayed about it, and then I don't remember exactly how it happened, but all of a sudden it's just like, boom, I saw, here's how I'm supposed to present this to my partners. Here's what I'm supposed to say. And I did that, and in 14 months we raised $3.2 million extra. And that was on top of the largest uh, television expansion we had ever had at the time. And it would have been a miracle to sustain that $750,000 I just increased in our expenses. But on top of that, we raised $3.2 million extra to be able to pay for all of this debt free. And you know what? I waited until I saw it. And then I did what, I, what God showed me to do. And boom, it happens. I think that a lot of people just sit there and they've got a need. And they know they're going to have to do something. So just, just do something. And so you do something. And if it's not what God has inspired, if God's anointing isn't on it, you're going to miss your opportunity to make that first impression. You're going to miss your opportunity to communicate. You're going to communicate it poorly. And then when things get desperate and you get before the Lord and He shows you something, you've already lost half of the people. You know what? You'd be better off just to wait and to let God guide you and show you something. You need to see something. God, what, what's the way forward from here? 
And take what God is speaking to you and meditate on it until you can see a way forward, until you see the way to solve this problem. That's your imagination. And this is part of loving God with all of your heart. I didn't get very far. I have about 20-something scriptures that this is used in the New Testament, and I only got to one, but that's good. Let me use one other scripture. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 3, it says, Among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Did you know that word mind there is dianoia? It's the one that was translated imagination. And the reason I wanted to bring this out is to say that, you know what, when you get something in your imagination, you do fulfill that. Once you see something in your heart, you fulfill it. This is talking about how we fulfilled it negatively. You have lust in your heart. I had a man come up to me last night after I was talking, and he used to be hooked on pornography. And he says, that's all that was, was my imagination. Pornography is nothing but your imagination. And you know what? If you get into pornography, and if you get to lusting and doing things, it will lead you to fulfill those things. But pornography is all imagination. You can have not only a positive imagination, you can have a negative imagination. And if you are seeing the wrong thing, if you are seeing failure, maybe you're one of those that was raised to believe that you could never do anything. You know, Don Crow, who was one of my very best friends, ministered here with me for many, many years. Uh, Don Crow was raised in a home where his dad was just a mean man. I, I went to his home when he was young, and I met his dad. And his dad was a mean, bitter man. And he was tough. And he just browbeat Don all of the time. He told Don, he says, you're so stupid, you can't put a nut on a boat without cross-threading it. And Don and I have worked on cars and done things, and I've seen Don, literally, I mean, as a grown man, 30-something years after his dad started telling this, I've seen Don shake putting a nut on a bolt. And I've never seen him put a nut on a bolt that he didn't get so concerned. He would take it off and say, I might have cross-threaded it. And he keeps it until he's cross-threaded every nut I've ever seen him put on a bolt. You know why? Because he had that spoken over him. It was a curse. He saw it. He had that image. Don has always dealt with this. And, and Don's dad, till the day of his death, he committed suicide and left a suicide note blaming Don and his brother and sister and his wife and says, it's all your fault. And even in his death, he put trash on them. And did you know what? There's many of you that have grown up. It may not be the same circumstances, but you've grown up with something where somebody just always told you you're nothing and you know what? It, you have an image of what you can and cannot do. And it's, it's like a limiter. It's like a governor on a car or something. You hit a certain speed and it automatically just cuts off the gas and you can't go past it. You cannot rise above your imagination. Your imagine, you do fulfill the lust or the desires or whatever you're seeing in your imagination your whole being just comes to try and make what you see in your imagination come to pass. And if you've got a wrong vision in your imagination, you're hurting yourself. You need to learn to serve God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind. And we need to redeem this imagination and realize how important it is and start fixing our hope in the Lord. 
and see what God says about it. And I promise you, if you would just take the things that God has spoken to you about your personal life and ministry, and if you were to sit down and meditate, go over and over this in your mind until all of a sudden you can see it. You, you can see yourself doing what God called you to do. If you could see it on the inside, you'll see it on the outside. It's really that simple. Isn't that awesome? Man, I believe that we've got a powerful, powerful source right here that we just haven't been utilizing. And I think that this week, my part of it, I want to encourage you about all this. And I've got a lot more scriptures. We're eventually going to get to talking more about hope. <laughs> Amen. Rather than just explaining this, but I think it'll really, really help you. So, Father, we love you and we thank you. And I pray for every person here that, Father, you help us to redeem this imagination and to start using it to see what you say about us coming to pass. That we would see ourselves righteous in your sight. That we would see ourselves clean and pure and holy in your sight. That we would see ourselves able to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. That we would see ourselves pastoring large churches or doing whatever it is that you've called us to do. I just thank you, Father, that the Holy Spirit is helping people here today to use this imagination to serve you with all of our mind and to use that part to help see things come to pass. And we thank you for it. We agree and receive that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, I'm going to let you go this morning. Remember, we.